what it is is whatever you track and you measure right whatever you track and you measure you improve its performance by 10 to 20 percent so for us we're at 60 percent for the week 52.5 percent is break even 59 percent you can live in vegas we're at 60 percent we want to get to high, the highest point of probability, which is 80%. 70% for the total year is a realistic figure. It's a business consultant, somebody with clients worth you know $50 million, uh, had them for years, for decades, and, and the continuation of it. Again, we use decision science. We use probability theory. We use business and financial concepts in order to pick games. Do it consistently, have fun, and put money in our pockets to pay bills, <laughs> right? To pay the electric bill, to pay the rent, to pay the mortgage, to pay the car bill. Functional things while we're watching football, while we can. In the United States of America, might not last forever, but we can do it now. Right, but you have to be honest with yourself. You can't live in a fantasy world. You can't believe in the Easter Bunny. You can't believe in Santa Claus. You can't uh, think that you're better at picking games than you really are. You have to check yourself, check your thinking. And for guys, it's father knows best. We're supposed to know everything. We're supposed to be the man of the house. The guy that knows everything there is to know about everything. And we can never be wrong. If you are wrong, you're humiliated, you're denigrated, you're beat down, and you have to do that to yourself sometimes. I remember this car dealer who really was money laundering, but he was successful. And he had a successful car dealership. And he heard me once at the gym say, hey, you have to torture yourself so other people do not torture you. So, in order to check your thinking, you have to feel the pain of the defeats. You have to feel the fact that uh, when you do not execute, you have to check yourself to not fall into depression. What is depression? Depression is doing self-harm to yourself. When you know something and you do the opposite to hurt yourself. You got to check that too. So there's a lot of things going on. Did you execute the process? Did you bet the dog on Monday night football where you know the dog's cover 80% of the time 
and we won with the Jets this week. Also, when you're sports betting, you have a higher sense of awareness of what's going on because there's money on the line. So the analysis we give on games is at a higher level, right? So that's why the Hawthorne effect, whatever you track and measure as a business consultant, whatever you track and you measure, you improve its performance by 10 to 20%. So let's get after it today. Uh, looking at the games we got wrong because you learn more and you make more money from the games you got wrong versus the games you got right. So in the analysis, what you're looking at is, number one, was it a lucky win, right? So 80% is the highest level of probability. There's a 20% luck factor. So did you get the game right or wrong because of luck? Bad pick or bad luck? So this week, we did really well. We're 17 and 11 uh, and one, one push. And that's 60.7%. Again, 59% you can live in Vegas. 52.5% is break even. So if you're lower than 52.5%, you really shouldn't be betting at all. It doesn't matter how much money you have. Uh, you should not do it because things go south very fast. So let's look at the first uh, game we got wrong. It's Jacksonville versus Indianapolis. We picked the under. And the reason that was a bad pick is because I didn't factor in special teams and I could have factored in special teams, which makes the game go over. You're looking at two really bad football teams, especially Indianapolis. Indianapolis has a crackhead owner. They don't have backups, and they suck. So they have to figure out ways to score on special teams. And that's what made that game over. That's what I should I should have picked the under on that. Next game I got wrong was your Minnesota Vikings against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, I thought it was going to go over 45 points. I was wrong. Todd Bowles and the Tampa Bay defense came in there and shut down the Vikings. Beat them. So I was wrong on that. I was I I did I underestimated Todd Bowles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. A team that I overestimated were the Pittsburgh Steelers against the 49ers. 49ers, uh, salesmen think short-term, businessmen and women think long-term. The 49ers are a long-term thinking team. And they lost against a horrible Chicago team in the first game last year. Did not... I overestimated Pittsburgh's ability to play, keep this game close. That was going to be a close loss. They got blown out. Their defense did not play well at all against Purdy in that San Francisco running game. And Tomlin, that's what he's known as a coach, stopping that running game. And I thought he was not necessarily going to stop the 49ers, but keep things under control. It wasn't under control. They ran all over him. And let's see how Pittsburgh can regroup next week. We'll do a lot of reading and research to get you the right answer, get you the right pick tomorrow. San Luis Cardinals against... Uh, the Commanders, this game's a wild card. Two loser teams, two teams who can't, it's like the family member, you can't depend in Thanksgiving or bring anything or show up on time. That's how bleed they are, so whatever with that. But we did get the Arizona plus uh, seven and a half. The over 38, that was always going to be kind of a middling thing. Um, really something, sometimes you just don't bet on crappy teams. 
a team that's looking horrible in Chicago. Uh, Eberfuss or whatever his name is was always questionable as a head coach. He, he was a good coordinator, but he had he was with Frank Wright. He's a pinko guy from college. Chicago looked horrible. Uh, Lafleur now that he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers back talking to him had that emphasis. Uh, offense rolling. Uh, Love looked good. And the total being 42, again, that was overestimating Eberfuss and the Chicago Bears defense. The Chargers. The Chargers, we had them on the money line, under 51. Bad pick. That was a bad pick all the way around. Uh, Overestimated the ability of the Charger offensive line to get better. They're not better. They scored fine, but again, the defense uh, was completely. There's no way you should let Tyree Kill get a block, right? You always keep him in front of you, get your hands on him, and have a safety uh, playing a high shell and not letting him get you over the top. They let him get over the top. New England, right? So that was bad pick. You should have done more research. Now, why do you get picks wrong? You get picks wrong because number one, you didn't do enough research. Right, or sometimes you didn't execute on something you know to know and not to do, not to act upon it. It's not to know, so you got to check yourself, right? And the under uh, 51 bad pick that game was going over all the way, right? And then you got to look at 52 being a key number, 51, you know, it's going over because uh, Vegas kind of protecting itself on that. New England. Eagles, we pushed on the total. We got New England plus four. That was bad luck. Uh, the receiver, if he drags his foot, New England wins that game. We win a lot of money. So, that, so w- when you dif- differentiate between bad pick and bad luck, that was a bad luck pick, New England. And then the last game we got wrong was the Seattle Seahawks. So Going into the season, you do your research, looking at preseason, looking at the coach, looking at the players, looking at the momentum they have from training camp. Uh, Minnesota, we overestimated. We overestimated Pittsburgh, Chicago, the Charger offensive line, and Seattle team as a whole. But we did get the owner under because it's Pete Carroll. So that is your Hoffman effect for week one. And we're looking forward to week two. We're going to give you all the picks. We're going to make a lot of money. Feel really confident. Thank you for listening to the SPC podcast. And we give everything for free because we feel when you give one, you always get 10 back. And as Winston Churchill said, you make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC podcast network.